Welcome to episode 29 of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Whoop, whoop. This is Ooh, actually yeah. going to be the last episode for season one, and then we're going to nice. be moving into season two. Nice. I actually just celebrated my one year anniversary this week. Congratulations. So thank you. Yeah. So this week on the podcast, I have Goldfinger Apparel. I have Parker and Ashley here with me. <laughs> so good. first thing I need to know, who's missing for the team? Because we just got to make sure we throw uh, everybody's oh, yeah. name out there. We got Shane. We got Phil. Phil. Um, Juan. Juan. Kadon. Um, Boost. The whole everyone's part of Goldfinger, so it's the whole community. Gotcha, perfect. Okay, we make sure we put them in the show notes. Yes. Shout them oh yeah, out. of course. Shout out to my <laughs> well, we post it on Instagram. We yes. gonna make sure we need the whole community to make yes. sure that yes. they know who they are. Okay. Exactly. All right. So how are you guys feeling? Are you excited to be on the podcast? I'm still yeah. truly blessed. You know, yeah. this is what we wanted we, to do for so long. Yeah. So. This exactly. is you know this is the community. I literally yeah. I met Parker because I walked across the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had a little pop up shop yeah, going on. I was like, let me go see what they got going on. Over here. Right I, I missed him by like two minutes. I was yeah. like, oh man. Yeah, I just yeah, he told that. me too. And I was like, I love like uh, I love supporting black owned businesses. I love black owned designers. Like I know we all in this community just trying to come up together and like yes. be recognized. So I'm always open with like, okay, I, you come on the podcast, talk about your brand yeah. and tell them what I do. And like I can help you go to the next level if you want to. Like, I got classes, everything. So yeah. just love this. So the first part of my podcast, I always do like a segment and it's called This or That. And then I'm going to say this or that, and then you tell me which item you prefer over the other item. Okay. It's going to be a mixture because it's like I got a man and a woman with me. Uh, so I know. <laughs> sweatshirts or hoodies? Uh, hoodies. Oh, man, I don't even know. I like both. <laughs> so. it's, no, it's this or that. It's one or the other. I mean, yeah, maybe hoodies. Okay. Uh, shorts or pants? Shorts. Yeah, definitely All shorts. 100. No, uh, baseball caps or fedoras? Definitely base. Well, dad hats. Dad's hat. Yeah. Dad hats. I wanted to be right. <laughs> okay. Um, sneakers or loafers? Sneakers so all day. Nike or Adidas? Oh, of course, the checks over stripes. I feel that. Um, trenches or bombers? Um, probably. I mean, bombers. I own more trenches than bombers, surprisingly. So, yeah, I yeah. more bomber hosts. But I, I like bombers. Okay. All right. Good. That's it. Just like to do a little icebreaker, okay. make sure everyone's moving good. So, I want you guys to kind of give me the inspiration behind um, starting Goldfinger and like what was that event that occurred? He's like, I'm about to start a clothing brand. I want to do this. So, just like a little bit of history of like um, your uh, background and how uh, Goldfinger was established. Okay. Uh, so, t 2014, I uh, was just enjoying the summertime as a like, uh, freelance photographer walking through Brooklyn Bridge with my friend Zach and we were just talking about ideas and stuff and then I was just like I'm tired of wearing the brands I was wearing because they didn't represent who I was mm -hmm. and it kind of defined me different every time I wore it mm -hmm. I was labeled and I didn't like the labels or the categories they put me in and I was just like I can't do this anymore I was like why am I continuously putting money to these brands where I can never meet the face of the actual creators or necessarily being the same group with these people because I'm really more of an outsider than I'm in with them. 
So I was like, I need something of my own. And I was just thinking about ideas and about how to stand out and be unique and be who you wanted to be. So my friend Kadon, who I ran uh, track with in college, he used to just be the kid who constantly pick his nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Not, it was just like, not, it was accidentally, you know, but he did it, and when he got caught, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. And one day, he did it, like, one in the, in the podium when we were at Nationals for Division Three. He was, he was picking his nose, and no one noticed until the photos were developed, and my coach was like, what are you doing? How do you stand on the podium, pick your nose? He's like, what? I had to, I was picking. And from there, I thought it was unique, and I was like, you know what? That no, like, no caregiving kind of mentality. It was like, that's what I need to have necessary for my brand, where it's like, if it's different, it's okay to be different. You know, as long as I understand it, it makes sense to me. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, oh, Kadon, gold finger, picking your nose, and I kind of just- Yeah, like digging for gold? Th- yeah, it just kind of just came to my head, and I was like, all right, gold finger. But I sat on an idea for like two years. So mm-hmm. like, I didn't really do nothing with it yet. It was just kind of like plotting. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we gonna do next? What's the idea? What's the design plan? And kind of thing like that, so, yeah. So how did you get like the other team members like involved in uh, like this plan? Yeah, so I uh, told my friend Shane that I used to work with at overnight and you know, he was a, he constantly was the k- kid that was out the norm. Mm-hmm. So he was like a perfect candidate to be part of the family golfing because he was like so different to people. And I thought he was unique, but everyone thought he was a weirdo. So I was like, Shane, and then I'm uh, And he's a talented artist. Yeah, so like, nice yeah. and then like my close, uh, my brother who I grew up with, Phil, uh, anything that I do, he's always involved, you know? So it doesn't matter anything. He's always a part of it. So it was just like me, Zach, Shane, and Kadon being the inspiration. And then like, uh, that was just the main four I was hanging out with at the time. And it was just like, you know, if I want to start something, I want to start it with my friends. Right. And like, uh, years go on, more people got involved, but it was just us four at the f- beginning. And like my friend Irv as well, he was there from the first of the launch and it kind of just grew. And then like when I met Ashley, which is my lady, mm-hmm. uh, she was, of hey, course, you know, yeah, you know, you know, it was only right because she was very creative herself. She was just in a box because she wasn't allowed to have the outlet to create. And I felt like her being part of with us it was going to help us get to the next level. And having a female aspect to a brand is always great, too, as well. So. Gotcha. So how did you feel when you came through the door? Uh, like at first, you- I felt like I had to own my spot because the people mm-hmm. that Baseball. were um, <laughs> on the team are so gifted in other ways. And I knew like I had some type of talent, but it took me to be pushed in that position to actually express it. So, mm-hmm. like, as soon as I was like, all right, you gave me the opportunity, let me take the initiative and do it, that's when I was like, all right, now I'm part of the team. I, I feel like something, like, I could be, I can say, yeah, I'm Goldfinger now. Gotcha. So, yeah. Is it hard working with your significant other? No, surprisingly. No. Because y'all both really creative. Yeah. yeah. And okay. um, I always give him credit because um, in my past relationships, I, don't, I didn't have a boyfriend to encourage me to be where I am today as a creative Mm -hmm. and he's the only one that was like wait I didn't even know you do all that like I was like oh but I was raised to do that for fun he's like no you make you can make profit off of this and I'm like okay I I really didn't look at it that way because my other past relationships never like pushed me to that they're like oh that's cool and whatever but he's like nah we're gonna like 
we need to take some classes. You want to do this? You now nah, we gotta like make sure we got this going on. And I'm like, yes, Parker, yeah. oh come God, on, we're <laughs> encouraging, we're yeah. encouraging that creativity to go out. Yeah. Go make her drop a tear over here. She's about to make me like, cry. <laughs> I was like, yo, oh my God, is that you? You know, you yes. him for me. You know, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so what would you say was some of the biggest challenges? Um, I guess getting the brand going and like getting things actually created. Like, did you have yeah. a hard time with like getting things wholesale, yeah, like getting so printing done? Like, did you go through a lot of trial and error? Yes, yeah. I mean a lot, especially <laughs> at the beginning, because we didn't know what we wanted to do. So mm -hmm. like, we had an idea. We sat on two years. I had a whole bunch, a whole bunch of people send me designs. Cause I'm a visionary, I can't draw anything. So it was like it was more complicated to like tell people this whole idea I had, mm -hmm. and I'm to create a logo about pretty much of what I'm saying, and I didn't like nothing okay. at all. Even so, shit. you kind of put it out there yeah. and just ask people like yeah. to send it in like yeah. their submissions for yeah. what you were visualizing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And like, gotcha. like even like Shane, who was our artist, he designed something, didn't like it. Zach drew something, didn't like it. And then there was a girl that I met when I started working at Nike. Her name is uh, Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Uh, we kind of just talked about designing and stuff like that. And then I just kind of told her the story. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to take a crack at it. And then like two weeks later, she emailed me. She's like, hey, these are a couple of the samples. What you think? First piece I saw, I was like, love. I was like, yep. Oh, that's the it. logo. The logo. Which is right here. Which is the finger right here. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah, Shagadellis, and yep. all. She, this is, this is yeah. the finger you pick yes. your nose Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the index finger, it. to be exact, not the middle finger. People get that confused. But yeah, so oh, we had the logo. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, because we, another child in tribulation, a lot of um, elderly thought we were sticking the middle finger. Um, when they would see the design from the back, they was like, excuse me, young man, your shirt is very inappropriate. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're, the sh there's a finger pointed at people. I was like, no, that's the index finger, not the middle. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry and stuff like but that. But why is an old lady commenting on your damn shirt anyway? Yeah, it's not for you. It's not yeah, for everybody. Yeah, I don't make exactly. clothes for everybody. But, you know, so. those was one of those things. She literally walked up to you and said, yeah, your yeah, shirt like, is offensive? She tap, yeah, tapped me in Soho and said, yeah, your shirt is really offensive. You're touching me. That's yeah. offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell me respect my elbow. I respect so, my elbow, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah. Do not put your hands yeah, on me. Yeah, right. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, wow. Yeah. So we had the logo, and then uh, it was pretty much trying to figure out like, what are we gonna do with this logo? I literally had it sitting in the email for almost a year, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, mm. where I'm gonna start? And then I thought about it. I was like. I love wearing hats. Before I grew my dreads this long, I was always wearing hats, and mm -hmm. I wanted. When I thought about my brand. I was like, I want it to be everyday wear, multi-purpose wear. So it's like not something you you wear once and then you say, oh, I put it on the gram, I can't wear it again. Yeah, it's sure. already been posted. I want this to be the go-to. Oh, when I'm when I'm having bad hair day, I throw a cap on. Uh, when I want to play sports, I throw a cap on. When I want to match an outfit piece, I wear a cap. So I was like, you know what? Let's start with a hat and let's mm -hmm. see where it goes from there. So we uh, we found we googled like anybody how to. Where do you get your hat screen printed? And we did it like that. And then it was just more so like a so playful wait, thing. The hats, they're in screen printed that are not embroidered? No, that was when we first started. Now it's embroidered. Okay, okay. So yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, screen yeah. printed hats? Yeah, yeah. That's when we first started. And okay. I mean, I like the original. Yeah. I have one original. Because it, the color came out real well with the screen print. Like, Because if you look at our logo, it's a mix of like yellow, yellow orange to orange. Yeah. And when you get it embroidered, it just, you it's can't like really get those. Color. Yeah. So who who y'all going to? Uh, 
because I used to work for an embroidery company uh, because yes you can you can hit it just cause some of them gotta be metallics and then it just it depends on how they do the stitch like by the itch yeah. you definitely can get all oh, those colors done in embroidery absolutely oh, and you'd be able to say this because way. what you have to do is for those highlighted ones yeah. they just have to use metallic threads mm. definitely yeah of course yeah so pretty much with there we started screen printing hats mm -hmm. and it was just more so like for us so we started with three colors mm -hmm. on April 18th 2015. Oh, you we remember did, the exact yeah, date. So yeah, cool. yeah, so it was just a burgundy, red, and green. No, burgundy, forest green, and black hat. And then once we posted, everybody, we just posted to say, hey, we have now launched Goldfinger. And then it was just tons of comments and DMs like, I want a hat. I want this color. I want that color. And I was like, whoa, what happened? And then it was more like, oh, shit, like this is serious. And then we didn't even have the production yet so like right. a girl literally is like oh i want this green hat and we literally had to sell the green hat off our head and we didn't her. know how to ship or anything like that so shane literally drove to like long island to drop off the forest green hat that like we literally just shot with in this photo shoot where irv on the rooftop wow that same weekend and it was just more so like it was overwhelming because we literally did not know what we were putting ourselves into like we just thought like hey we're doing this we're having fun and then people were like yo when are you gonna make shirts and it was like when are you gonna make this when are you gonna make that this color, that color. Right. And I think, like, overall, um, what was the hardest part for ups, us was understanding, like, the, the the business aspect of things and, like, how to make profit and then constantly just how to distribute between four people and then, like, the constant demand of the wholesales and, like, how to get these shirts done in time and this and the shipping and packing. And it was, like, the first two years, it was, like, the hardest years until we started, like, really, Trial like... Trial and error. Yeah, so it was, like, because we was, like, all right, who's going to be able to go drop these shirts off and get it done? What place is going to do it exactly how we wanted to do it? Our first place that we used to do our shirts at and hats shut down. So we, at one point, we had nothing. Because mm -hmm. we literally selling every piece that was getting paid for. So we had nothing. Yeah, no, no extra hats, no extra shirts, and nothing like that. And then, then we found another place, which is called Custom Village. Shout out to Custom Village. They started doing our pieces, but they were going through having new people in, old people out, and it was just like, oh damn, like this is messing us up badly to a point. The, where, it was lacking like, consistency. Manufacturers yeah. close down all the yes. time. Like it's just yeah. a, that way in the production world. Yeah. Like you'd be getting something done at one spot, and then next thing you know, like they close for business. Yeah. You gotta move on and stuff. Yep. So you gotta have like multiple resources when it comes to like manufacturing yep. and like printing and stuff because. When I tell you they be dropping like flies. Yep, I see it all the time. I'm just <laughs> Listen, like, I don't know. It came know. to the point where we started investing in our own machine because they're like, yo, oh my God, like there's mm -hmm. people are not even open the times we need them. Then they want to overprice us. And mm -hmm. we're like, what? We came in with 50 shirts. Mm -hmm. Why are you overpricing? But the principal side of that. So yeah. it's like, it's annoying. Yeah. Like right. at, when, at Do you know how point. to screen? Um, one of, Shane does one yeah. of our people, but yeah, he got the machine and um, Zach had bought it when he used to be part of uh, Goldfinger, mm -hmm. but we've never really explored his machine. But Shane has one in his house and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, and now we know, like we know the little things, you know, the vinyl yeah. cut and stuff like that. Is but I might have to put y'all on the Batani because they had to do all that stuff there. I saw my garment district tour. They do vinyl, they do flocking, they do Somebody etching. Somebody told me about Gowanus, but I never like actually yeah, no. went I'm going to put y'all on to the spot <laughs> where y'all can get some prints with that. It's going to yeah. be a whole bunch of stuff. They do do silk screening too, yeah. but like 
I think once you walk in the store, you're going to see all the limitless opportunities. And yeah. it's, it's a street yeah. level store yeah. that has, like, for printing. You could print leather, cotton, whatever. They got every vinyl you can think uh, of. Okay. They do okay. the lifting yeah. off the fabric. They do yeah. so much stuff. I just stumbled on it when I was doing my tour. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, this is like a printing person's world. Nice. Like, whatever you yeah, want to do, no I matter what. direct the garments and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, some shit the in there. Because I came in there, and find. I was just like, wait. And I'm, I'm not big on, like, printing and stuff like that. Yeah. I like to do it for my logo. But when I came in there and I saw all the different techniques that can be done, I'm like, yo, I'm just going to do a whole fabric roll like this. Yeah. I'm not necessarily going to do it on one piece, but I'm going to get a roll of fabric. Like, yo, do that flocking shit on this whole roll, and yeah. then I'm going to make the <laughs> garment from it. Nice. But I was just like, it was so dope. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people know about this. And I think it's fairly new. Yeah, okay. yeah it's definitely fairly That's new. But I think I'm put y'all on so yes. y'all can yeah, I'm like yeah, I appreciate that. yeah it's on um in between uh 36 it's on it's it's two entries it's an entry on 36 and an entry on 37th but it's in between 7th and 8th avenue uh, but yeah I'll it's super freaking dope tomorrow okay so what challenges do you feel like you face as like uh being like a black designer like have you found it difficult i guess like to like really push like your marketing or like do like fashion shows or like work with other brands like how do you feel like you've gotten like a lot of support or have you feel like you've been more so like pushback i think it's a little bit of both i mean like the trial and tribulations of having a brand and being consistent uh like i said we were overwhelmed at the beginning so that kind of like just put us in like oh sh like we got to start getting our things together where mm -hmm. we started really bumping heads and then like we had fall offs because of that so now like mm -hmm. it was zach like i said me ashley phil shane and then it became more so zach went part his own ways and then it was just me, Ash, Phil, Shane, and then Phil went back to school, so it was more so him focusing on school. Right. And then us taking that downtime, Shane started his own brand, and you know, we're all about encouraging each other, so we didn't like, hey, what's up, what are you doing, da da da. We just kind of embraced him to do his own thing, and it's more so now, it's just me and Ash, but th we have the support of F Shane and Phil when, when they're available mm -hmm. and stuff, so we'll still have that, and then it was like, we lost a lot of the, followers from us taking that time off so like gotcha. when we were hot in 2016 because we were consistent pop-ups fashion shows a lot of yeah. colleges wanted us and everything like we had full support of our our friends and community and then when we was having the the take the the, the time off from at 2017 and 2018 and not being consistent having it here and there and it was like uh it kind of just I went think, away um the benefit of our group like goldfinger we really emphasize community and we also emphasize about diversity so um we i don't really think we had an issue in um our population or among minority because of the fact that um we had all different types of shades on our group yeah. so we represent the latin culture we represent black culture we represent even people who are biracial right. yeah. so we never have really that issue the only issue is actually um being standing out when there's so many other people trying to do a brand okay and so like we really try to emphasize the fact that what goldfinger stands for which is like um it's a symbol it's a finger but it's also symbolism of like being under one love under one god looking up uh to the sky for positivity or like growth right. so like we truly we try to like branch off of that specifically so then people can understand like oh i'm not just investing in this brand i'm also investing what they represent right for the community so like we really didn't have no problems in that but in the situation like trying to be single like 
make sure we singled out among other brands. Mm -hmm. That's the challenge where it comes in. Because so many people are like, oh, yeah, now I'm a dad hat collection. Oh, yeah, now I make shirts. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And you definitely got to set yourself apart. Because I always ask, like, how do you, if, if you call yourself a designer, what sets you apart and what makes you a designer? Like, cause there's a big difference between graphic design and fashion design. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I prefer, not prefer, but like, I feel like you should specify, like if yeah. I'm a, like you say, you're a visionary. Yeah. That's what you are. Next. That's what I am. But like when you get into the role of like calling yourself a fashion designer and you don't even know like basic principles of designs, it's like, eh, you're probably not. Exactly. Which yeah. is why I think sometimes that um, branded t-shirt brands, hat brands, they get a bad rep because it's just like everybody calling themselves a designer and it's just like, are you though? That's like, why I don't consider myself a designer. I, I do consider myself a visionary. But I know I don't have the tools like other people on my team do. And that's why we add these people. For instance, we have Juan. He literally, that's his life. Graphic design is his life. So, like, I'm going to be like, hey, I have this vision, but I know you can bring it to life. You're the actual, like, hands and whatever, head, right. brains yeah. behind it. Yeah. Then we have Shane, who is the artist. Like, like yo, Shane, I, I can't really draw like that, but let me give you this. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I feel like I'm like a facilitator in a way. Yeah. <laughs> director. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah director. Like yeah, I course. consider myself a creative director. Yeah, yeah. and I'm a, I feel like I'm a stylist before anything. I do want to develop to be a designer. So we did do a show one time where I um, did design pieces mm -hmm. specifically just to see people's in, um, input and like feedback from gotcha. me actually literally designing a piece of clothing. Gotcha. And then it was positive. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can design evidently. But I still feel like I still have to work on my craft to even consider that title. Gotcha. Absolutely. Education is like a yeah. big thing for me. I'm always because I'm I'm like education advocate over here, so I'm just like yeah. learn your craft, like yeah, your craft, your craft, take a class. I, I look like, at your points. I'm like, right, oh, like yeah, no, you take know, a fucking right. class. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause yeah, I mean, I don't I think am. that. I don't necessarily say that school is for everybody. Like, you got to go and get a degree and shit, then put yourself millions of dollars in, not millions, but thousands, thousands of dollars of debt for, yeah, like, money. student loans and shit yeah. like that that you can really learn on your own. YouTube, university, you know, you can learn on your own. But for me, just take the time, like, to do learn some of those aspects so that, let's say, somebody bowed out and they said to do their own thing. Did you know how to pick that shit up and, like, yeah. continue to go on? Because, yeah. you know what, I know how to do that shit, too. So, yeah, you're going your own way, and I support you for going your right. own way, yeah. but you're still leaving me in a position where I got to figure shit out exactly. but if you already got the shit figured out then you find yeah. you support their vision and, and no that's also a benefit nothing. of a team like we learn each other's traits because for instance like he said like one of our our artists Shane did his own thing however because we by actually spending time with him we learn how to do certain things where he was involved so I'm like okay I understand this this is how he works this is how he draws okay let me try to do this or I'll, I'll bring somebody else in that he could uh be like, hey, I don't, I can't, I'm not available right now, but I'll bring somebody to help you too. So that's that's what I love about um, team effort mm -hmm. because we're like, all right, we're not just always stuck like or asked out. Right. Like, nah, we got somebody else for you. We good. And that's why I like our our team and how Goldfinger represents again a community yeah. because it's like, no, we all gonna help each other out because we want to make we want everybody to succeed. We want everybody to eat a piece of the pie. Facts, yeah. facts so. of life. Yeah. So, do you feel like? Um, did you get like that really great support from like close family members or friends or are those the people they always want to discount oh my god i've because <laughs> that happens a lot like when you yeah. have a you start a brand your friends want to discount your family want to discount or uh, they just want it for free, free like yeah, i'm gonna post it for you like that but it's like that don't mean that's that. beneficial to yeah. me so how yeah. do you i guess navigate <laughs> through that when it comes to family and friends without 
I guess like her, I ain't gonna say because I don't really wouldn't give a fuck about hurting nobody feelings. Yeah. But like, yeah. how do you navigate through like still wanting them to be a part of that community and that support, but then the way they brush off to you is like, yeah, let, let me get a shirt. All right, yeah. like, give me forty dollars for this. Sh- yeah, you know, exactly. for this shirt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So how do you deal with yeah. those things like within the brand? Like how do you navigate through? How do you decide because. There is some free promotional yeah, that you should course. do. Like yeah. you should give stuff away. We do have incentives yeah. all the time, yeah. but yeah, like course. you gotta like spend money to like you yeah. know. Facts. <laughs> so how do you navigate with your with the people uh, surrounding you? Like how do you deal with those I, type of situations? I thought it would be hard at first, but um, it was kind of easy. Like I don't have much of a family, mm-hmm. so it's that's the easy part. So they don't really like ask me. But in mm-hmm. terms of like her family like they fully embraced me when I first started and Mm -hmm. when I was gonna just give it to free because I was just happy to say like I can you know style my potential mother-in-law and like you know Mm -hmm. all that but she was over here like (laughs) she was like no um, they gotta pay for it she used to tell me like when her sister asked her what he asked no they gotta pay for it Mm -hmm. and I was like oh damn okay I guess so but I'm like oh he was gonna give it to for free yeah, yeah, I was, he, yeah. You so told nice. him, like, what are you doing? You know, I was <laughs> trying they, to impress if them. If they so were supporters, like, they'll drop money for yeah, it. But right. Surprisingly, like, her mom, her sister, and her cousins, all of them, they've all purchased product. They've never, since then, they've never asked me for anything. If any time they see me drop something, they're like, oh, how much? I want to buy this, that, that, yeah, that's and true. stuff like that. So, surprisingly. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> the one, yeah. And then, like <laughs> just my nieces and nephews, they're probably the only ones I give stuff for free mm-hmm. because they're young. And it just kind of shows them inspiring. But like they, they also, like, help out when we do need them. Like, yeah, for instance, gotcha. we've done pop-ups, and they'll be like, oh, I'll help if you give me a hat. And I'm like, that's that's good, because it's like... Train for print. Like, yeah. train for labor. Yeah. Like exactly. That, so. Mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Help, I'll stand here and sell you some shirts if you give me one <laughs> exactly. of shirts you had after. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, no problem. Yeah. You know, and that's like, what I'm saying. Incentives do come differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we really, it's not has it been really of an issue. Like people would say like, yo, can I get a free hat? I'll promote it or shirt, stuff like that. I just dub it. I'm just like, you know, I don't get it for free. So right. I was like, how can I give it to you for free? I was like, I literally have to buy my own shirt and hat or whatever accessory I make. And that's me paying for it, for me to own it. So right. I was like, how can I do the same for you without being in a loss, you know? Thanks. So I'm like, you got to watch us grow. Like, yeah, I've gave stuff in the past. We do give away all that kind of things and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's Work like, that into like your marketing uh, yeah, advertising balance. budget. Yeah, right. you know, but I was like, when we first started, I was like, there's no, I was like, literally every dollar, we were just trying to break even, you know, mm-hmm. at the first couple of years. Now it's like we understand and we know how to separate and make the profit and stuff. So it's like, if I have so many uh, I have more left now. I sit on more inventory now because I'm in a better position in life financially where I can have more product. Before right. it was literally like every check, get all the stuff, don't have nothing. Whatever gotcha. I sell, that's what I make again. Now I can sit on a tons of products. So if I ever want to do a showcase, show, whatever, I have stuff to just present and stuff like that. So now it's a yeah, better Yeah, should have brought me one about. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, we just. <laughs> we usually do. That's the first part. Yeah, man. We, last, last night was. But luckily, you know, yeah. we live she right across the street, street. so we can be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Your True right here. yeah, exactly. Okay, so how do you go about choosing? Because um, you guys are buying like things that are wholesale and stuff like yeah. that. So, what is like the the thing that you look for, like when you're buying, like um, you know, t-shirts? Are you looking like at the quality, fabrication of yeah. it? Yeah, the quality. So, what of is it. the fabrication that you like feel like is like the most? Because there's there's a lot of different types of cotton. I know the cotton is like a go-to base, yeah. but there's like Pima cotton, there's Egyptian cotton. Like, what is like the the, the goal thing at customer like what what is their idea of quality 
nothing gilded <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah they, they surprisingly um more so they just like shirt wise they just they probably focus more on the designs than the quality okay so, so like because uh, i've never really heard anything like negative towards that only, only one time like not like i washed it and it was fucked up like yeah. you never got that oh, that's, yeah, that's i only got that like twice because uh-huh. we tried something new we did silk screening for i did a pop-up not a oh, pop-up but i was celebrating was new york city marathon and okay. like i have uh, like I separated Goldfinger and I had a, I started my own track club mm-hmm. and then I started designing pieces from the running culture so we made this like that Drake if you're reading this mm-hmm. so I made if you're reading this I'm running your city marathon and it was just a lot cheaper and I just wanted to kind of just get it out so we did silk screening silk screen is cheaper than heat transfer yeah, yeah For sure the, only because the fact that the person worked at the school mm-hmm. at Parsons so she was able to do the shirts there Gotcha. And she was doing it way cheaper. I'm like, because normally silk screening costs yeah. more than heat exactly. transfer. Exactly, yeah. Okay. But, like, literally people were messaging me, they're like, yo, the shirt faded away. And I, I never, that never happened to me. So I was That's like, silk screening, though. Yeah. Like, it's and not, unless like, you, and, and then a lot of people don't read yeah. the, <laughs> the inside of the garment, garment to know with, the care instructions. Like, yeah. But if people actually read that, yeah. you know how much clothes would actually go yeah. a longer way? People don't yeah. read that shit. They pop the colors in with the colors. like, But yeah. they don't never, like, look at, like, like, is it supposed to be on a spin cycle? Like, is yeah. it supposed to be lying, line dried or flat dried? Like, yeah. people really don't look at the content and they end up fucking up their clothes and they get mad at the designer. But, but it's like, yeah. bruh, did you read the care label? Yeah, like, did exactly. you actually follow those instructions? Yeah, you know, like, exactly. But, like, that that was the when that happened, I was like, only one person's shirt lasts. But everyone else literally messaged me, like, yo, what happened? So I was literally have to give refunds or discounts or something else. That's what I was going to ask you. So, if somebody's. If they complain, you right. give a refund or you give a di- like you I, give a refund discount or you like replace it. I give them the option, so you I give ask them an option. Yeah, after because, they fucked it up. Yes, just because the fact because that some people I've still have loyalty, cust- so yeah. they be like, oh, this is the first shirt okay. that I got from you that's yeah. messed up. But next time, kind of just I get never want a bad rep, you know, because yeah. then yeah. it's like they'll tell their friends like, yo, don't buy nothing from Goldfinger or Goldfinger Track Club. They they didn't bother to like you know refund me or anything like that, so I never gotcha. want that, and that's why I like having our own brand because we're the we're like you we're the customer service. You can literally right. come to us and DM us and be like, hey, for right. this going through like eight hundred number and talking to like somebody live, <laughs> and then they not give you none of the answers you want. Right. You can just True. literally message me like, yo, bro, I bought this such and such. So I have no problem with it. You know, I'd rather take a loss of money than take a uh, bad rep. It's like, yo, go finger. Because once you get that one flag, it just goes around and people look at you like, nah, don't buy their stuff. True. They give you bad quality. So Yeah. 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 I'm like, I ain't giving you shit back. But... That's, just, that's because but, but yeah. I do a lot of custom, custom stuff so it's exactly. like I'm making yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saying. right and I'm just I like yeah that yeah, ain't happening, happening. Exactly. sorry <laughs> that's, that's on your own risk but now we're right. more but like, I have contracts yeah see that's that's where we're getting into so like that's why we write that online like hey this is where you should wash it such and such and, mm-hmm. and sometimes we'll be like no refund or da 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 within you know sort or of final sale final yeah. sale gotcha. and stuff like that same thing when we do with pop ups and stuff like that there's like no refund it's like what you buy you buy kind of thing so gotcha. so right now what is your product assortment looking like uh we're it's it's in the it's in the works right now so it's like um, are you branching off to new categories or different silhouettes Cause I know you guys do shirts and hats but are no. we moving into like pants yeah. so and jackets, we're really like, emphasizing on our track club gftc okay so that's like a full suit like so a top and bottom well we're trying to make more sportswear for people who are like runners or just trying to activate like 
workout wise. Yeah, need some tech fabrics. Uh, yeah, so okay. like that's yeah. what we're trying to transition more into right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're always gonna remain like a dad hat collection. Okay. We'll always have that available, and we also now have transitioned to like five panel hats or um, waterproof uh, fabrics. Nice. So, so okay. we like so people when they run with it, it'll dry fast, dry fit yeah. stuff. Okay. So that's what we're doing, but like. I'm, I'm I'm the picky one, honestly, in mm-hmm. the group. Like I'm the type of person. Like if we don't got a set plan, we ain't dropping nothing. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a business yeah, in order. So gotta have like, a market in order. Yeah, I'm that's sure. what I'm like. Uh, if we don't have the collection completely, like at least six looks, then I'm like, all right, cool. But if we're just gonna drop stuff just because, I'm like, I'm not with it. I'm not right. with that. No, that so, makes sense. So like, you actually have like a clear cut plan, clear cut marketing, advertise yeah. like this is what it is. This right. is how we're gonna make the profit from it, and this is exactly. how we're gonna market it. Yeah. Girl, that's why you're the director. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So I'll have this little segment. Uh, it's called like um, fashion stories. Okay. So it could be a disaster story. Or it can be a success story, but the point of it is to say what you learned from the experience. Mm-hmm. So you gotta it can be either one uh-huh. disaster or success, but uh, something that you you took away from it and that you know you kind of embodied like moving forward. I guess uh, our first major pop up shop we did it at uh, this place called Fathers Know Best in Bushwick. Uh-huh. Uh, area she's like, oh, she's like, oh, she's actually like, oh, no, because it was good. And, um, it, it. it got all of them. You know, we didn't expect um, so many people to show up, and and it got overwhelming. It to a point where uh, the owner was not allowing people to come in, and we had a pe- ton of people calling us to get inside. They couldn't get in, DMing us, somehow. I don't have my ID. Can I get in? I didn't RSVP. There's so much complications, and I was like, You got an RSVP to a pop-up? That's and have an ID. I mean, because it was Just at a bar. You have the RSVP. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? It's like a community Yeah, so okay. it's like it had to be 21 and older. Gosh, so, okay. So that was, that was our first time vending to have a big space, you know. Okay. And this bar uh, allowed us to have this big space to do things, but it was like a lot of people were just irresponsible, but yeah, alone. They never told me about capacity rate. Cause I've never seen that bar ever filled but up. But that was like the second one, wasn't it? No, that first was like one. that. No, first one. Oh. So yeah, so the first one where it was like super packed, a lot of people couldn't get in, and then like the music was like um, medium, so like the speaker was not really playing the music as loud as we wanted to. Okay. And then like the owner were complaining about like us constantly speaking on the microphone, and then it was like. We already saw that all the product and more people wanted product, and it was just like, yo, we didn't know this was gonna be the turnout at all. So like, you sold out. Yeah, like because we surprisingly well, yeah. we had good vibes regardless of yeah. all that was freaking. Yeah, but it, it intermission. Yeah, we were like, wow, like we couldn't believe it. Like it was oh, honestly like probably over a hundred people, and we did not expect that at all. Wow. Like we just said, as we always say, we say if you invite five, I invite five. You invite five, you invite five. That's 20 to 25 people. We're fine with that. And maybe they'll bring a plus one and that'll be another plus one and another plus one. And we'll just time it like that. So we gotcha. always say like in a ratio between 25 to 50. We don't expect nothing else, but no expectations. Next you know, it was like over 100 people that we grew up with came to to the pop-up. People from high school, people we haven't talked to in even years. My, fam- my family lives deep Stuff in like New that. Jersey, yeah. upstate. They mm-hmm. even came through. I was like, wow. And people from Long right. Island. <laughs> they and brought then they, more was friends. So I was just like, my my like my half-cousins all came out, and they don't even usually go to scenes like that. I was just like, what? And they're like, yo, Kozo, I can't get it. I don't got my ID. I showed my Facebook. I was like, what is... I, I showed like, my Facebook. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that means. I was like, he's like, I'm trying to sell 21. And I was just like, 
Bro, I don't even own this bar. I was like, I don't make the rules. I was urging right. to get a few people in because we had, like, at the time, her best friend was under 21. So that was another complication. It was other people with 21. So it was like they didn't want to lose their liquor license for bringing people that was, you know, right. minors. And they ain't about to risk their yeah. whole business just to get you into this pop up. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, have but the bread. issue was <laughs> they never specified from the beginning. Yeah. That so that was the learning thing. To, so all the learning. questions to ask when doing yeah. the pop up we, in we a different did, type of facility. But apparently the day of. They, oh, yeah. they they hired a security guard too. Yeah. Because before okay. we, we used to have people who were underage come in. Yeah. And then like whatever they'll mark them. But yeah. then all of a sudden like when the day of our pop up they want to they want to yeah. hire security and be like oh no twenty one and under can't come like what yeah. like oh, what okay. is this security the owner that I was necessarily partnering up with wasn't there that day she went on vacation so it was gotcha. the, it was the uh, co owner. And he was being more of the ass and just being very strict. And I was like, this is nothing we discussed at all. So everything was verbal. Yeah. No, there was email. no actual agreement. And email. We had and email. email. Yeah. But there was like no actual agreement that had like the conditions, like the right. terms and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Because we've been there so many times prior. Right. So it's like, why are you giving us new terms? And if, right. you, if so, you should have specified in the yeah. email. And I, I was it. like, I guess we could do better on both of our parts. But that was our learning. That's why I was like, we can't. It's more so like we need bigger spaces when we do pop-ups, right. but we also need the freedom to do whatever we feel like. That's a fact. And that's you what we learned. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want these restrictions. They are long. You can't tell me how loud the music should play because there's neighbors upstairs. I was like, what? This is a bar. Right. Don't live above a bar if you don't yeah, want to hear no music. Exactly. And <laughs> Hello. And then like you know all these things, and I was like. Well, yeah, we're going to have a fan base of people that's under 21 at the time because that's when everybody was, quote-unquote, trying to be a model on Instagram. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I've, as much as we would like to keep asking people, hey, how old are you? You know, some people could take, be offended to it, but at the same time, as a brand, we got to make sure that, you know, we're working right. with people that's of age. Right. But True. we still have fan base that's under 21. Um, I worked as a uh, youth counselor at YMCA, so those kids, those parents want to bring their kids to I pop up, and then I'm like, hey, you can't come, stuff like that. So I didn't want that. So that's when we learned, like, hey, we need to, when we do our pop-ups, we need to have all freedom, creative freedom to do whatever we feel like. That's and that, that was the biggest thing we learned from that's where we was like, we will never work with these people again because of that. And we boycott them. We haven't been there since. And we told Good. people, like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like yeah, because we even... After, overall, after all of that, we still send them a thank you email to even allowing us yeah. to use your space. Mm -hmm. We got nothing. No response. No they didn't even respond to you. Yeah. yeah. That's rude like, we, we made, your bar has never been this packed like this ever. And Adam. they were making money off the people that yeah. were of age. Yeah. They were like buying, buying drinks, drinks and stuff like and that food. too. They were buying food and the food wasn't even the greatest food selection. Trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, their food sucked. Their drink sucks. And it was just like... Well, we're bringing you business, man. And like, DJs. We brought like, them good DJs. Yeah, like, there was no fights, nothing. Like, you didn't have to pay for anything. Like, we literally gave you all your customers that day. And But I would say a positive story. Mm -hmm. um, when we decided to do, actually, fashion shows, and, like, we started off in colleges. Um, our first fashion show, surprisingly, was amazing. And we didn't even know it was going to be like that because people what still talk about it? it to this day. Uh, City, um, College. City College. Shout out to Osa for that. And yeah. actually Tiffany. Yeah. Ex so, like, um, we decided to showcase only specifically the hats at that time. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm the type of person, like, people look unified. So I made er all the girls' bodysuits. Oh, nice. So yeah. I was like, all right, we're going to do this. But I was like, let's take it a step up. Because um, me and my best friend, we used to do a lot of fashion shows 
and all that stuff. So I already knew had some experience with runway and stuff. So I taught them how to walk. And then on top yeah. of that, there's some choreo. Yeah. So like, oh, it was okay. memorable because it's like, oh my God, it's like a whole show. Yeah. And like, everybody was like, yo, show I want the, you life. and the bodysuit wasn't even for sale, but we were like, yeah, we'll sell it to you. Cause it yeah. was like, oh my God, I want the bodysuit. I want the body, they look so cool. And I'm like, it was like a plain cotton bodysuit with the logo. <laughs> but I was like, okay, yeah, I'll sell it girl, to you. Know, you. Girl, like, now you know these girls love them bodysuits. Yeah. I want them, I love me a bodysuit number. So, I was just trying to make sure all the girls look unified. So and I like plain bodysuits, I got a bodysuit with a logo or something interesting on it yeah uh, like that's yeah. an easy sale it was so simple easy it was, it was literally like a plane with the gold finger right there yeah. so y'all do y'all make those now no uh, y'all need I, to make those I, I yeah. guarantee just did it for, if you had a white bodysuit with that damn yeah. finger right in the center of it I'd buy a whole bunch of those. And then I know a lot of women that would because yeah. we like bodies. And it just looks cute. With, it looks cute with everything. So, yeah, yeah, they look mad cute. They look they mad cute with anything. Yeah. And that's why they was like on it. Y'all, yeah. you were supposed to make those right after that show. Uh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> ready. I was like, oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, you're supposed to make those right there. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But we, the bodysuit culture is still on and popping. It ain't going yeah. nowhere. Not Y'all got time. Yeah. Make the bodysuits yeah. with so, the finger. It was that gold finger. Like, hey. But like, that's like one of my favorite, like our first show. I couldn't believe it's that successful and the the so women sad. that walked for us they were like oh my god we love your brand if you have any other shows let it like i love that positive feedback because we were yeah. just like yeah we're just gonna do this show like see how cry? it goes yeah i didn't huh? cry did y'all cry no but, but we were just, so hyped i was just like <laughs> i was just like ecstatic i just couldn't believe like you kept hugging everybody like oh my god this is fantastic and this was like hard because it was like you know like we all work and like for us to come to our college you know Obviously, like a college students, are, like a little bit more easy, depending if they work, uh, you know, if they work in this stuff. But more than work in the campus, right. we had to come to their campus all the way uptown to go to, yeah. like, to Thursdays at this time, particular their club hours. Like right. it was, it was a hassle like in itself, but it became a success. And story. our whole team was there too. Yeah. So like, and we all have weird working schedules. So it was like on top of that, our team was there. Everybody was on set, unified, like. Yeah knew the choreo it was like i was like yo oh my god this is yeah. everything yeah. 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 it's beautiful it. man so right now do you guys have like a, a current like muse or when i say current muse i mean like is there like an exhibit is there like a person in the media or something that is like super duper like inspiring right now for you like that you would suggest that any other designers like go out there and like you need to see this exhibit or you need to check this person out or check out this brand uh, I have a few. I'm I'm more inspired by like the people that I know of and I follow right. more than like the higher ups. I mean, okay. yeah, of course, the Virgils, the Kanye's of the world and stuff like that. But it's just like the ones I get to see, like my boy Irv, uh, who's doing a brand for Queens. It's okay. called Planet Queens. Um, I hope I'm saying it right. But yeah, like, you know, it's just because you don't hear too many people are creators in Queens. Mm -hmm. And then he, he has like cool videos where he's showing him doing the tie dye. Nice. And it kind of makes it look like he's in a lab and stuff like that with like the like the whole hippie vibe music and stuff like that. And I think that's super dope, like showing the creative process. Mm -hmm. And then like my friend Shane, who has his brand Norm NYC, and he's just showing like the cut it and sews. Yeah, because I tagged him on one of your things when you were looking for. Irv is actually the one who wrote to you and said, "Oh, is it is it only black only?" <laughs> to the it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "No, everyone's welcome." Yeah, because I we tagged Irv and Shane. And yes, he Irv did. Was like, <laughs> he was like, "Hold on." Because I, I didn't read it. Sometimes I don't read things. I just so tag people. He reached people. out to me again recently, though. And, and he was like, <laughs> "He was like, hold on, is it black only?" <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I mean, that's the platform. Oh, but yeah. I mean, every dollars have no sign. Dollars have no color. color yeah. Dollars oh. have no color. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, when you're on these, when I'm on my podcast, like yeah. you can't really. I mean, if you watch the YouTube, you can see us. Yeah. But other than that, it's just our voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and most people don't watch the YouTube. Most people yeah. go to like Spotify, Smart. SoundCloud, yeah. iTunes, Google Play. So they're listening to us. So yeah. You just never know. Yeah. So, Come on, Norm is fine. Norm is fine. You know, and then like my friends like Juan, and then like just all exhibits itself, and like people who are trying to or do people a lot. who really hustle and yeah. believe in their brand. Like I got one friend, her Justice. name is Justice. Yes. Her her fan, her uh, line is Defacion. Yeah. So like she really is like about her business. She don't Artist play. Worker, she does yes. her pop ups, and everything is by herself. So, She's like yeah. a one man team. And yeah, yeah so she, <laughs> like, that's, that's yeah. one person. Like, yeah. I definitely look for guidance because she knows a lot too. Yeah. And she does like manufacturing things as well. Duh. So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's one person yeah. I respect. It's just okay. more of my best friend too, Abby. Um, she's an artist. Mm -hmm. So she, like, she can draw like nothing. Like, you'd be like, oh, I'm trying to visualize this. And she'd be like, bam, and got you. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, God bless your talent. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. So okay. yeah, she's another person. So it's just like our people around us that we keep, keep you in yeah. the community yeah. around. It's us. all That's about dope. the community. And stuff so like um, where do you see Goldfinger in the next five years? Um, like what's the what's the vision? What's the vision for the next five to ten years? Hmm. I just wanted to hit worldwide, okay. where people understand our our uh, mission, okay. and also like I just want. At, to be accessible to everybody as well, yeah. so that's why that's why I see it. Like when he was saying previously, like why we made Goldfinger is also like I wanted to keep that. Um, Big yourself. Yeah, cause yeah. like we the reason why we made it also is cause we want to have people have easily access than all the other brands. Like we yeah. want them to be like, yo, I wanted a Goldfinger shirt and I got it like that, and yeah. like I want to represent the brand because I understand like yeah. it was that easy yeah. and that like. The, the the mission behind it is all about positivity. Facts. So okay. I, I want to be like one of the biggest uh, American visionary slash designers. You know, there's not many of us, so I would love to Facts. have where we can be able to create uh, our own manufacturers and have classes for the youth, so they can start Definitely. learning like the cut and sew, the tie dye, the silk. Yeah, exactly. You know, all those things. You know, I'm because like, that's my business. Yeah. <laughs> At us, you I know, have classes, I, workshops, tours. See, all right. Most of my clientele is black. Most of my students are black. I teach kids yeah. from the ages five all the way up. See, yeah, that's, see that's so the things like that want to kind of give those uh, outlets that we didn't have growing up because we right. was all be do do business, do accounting, do be this, a doctor, be, be a nurse, nurse yeah. lawyer. So it's just but not, don't nobody want to do that yeah, shit, and don't no nobody want to stay in school that long. Yeah, just, we basically <laughs> don't want it to just be a clothing brand. We want it to be a platform where people are like, oh, when I see Goldfinger, I know like they're gonna encourage me to be a better yeah. person yeah. or like or be a creative. The yeah. what I wanted to do, but I feel like it wasn't appropriate because my parents didn't believe in that. Right. So yeah. that's that's what hopefully yeah. it turns into that like actual company where we have youth. That might and be the name of this episode, bro. Being uh, the creative that you are. Ooh, with the like founding that, members like of Goldfinger. Yeah. yeah. Episode twenty nine. It's Tony, right? Yep. Yeah. Being the creative that you are with Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're that's really the name embracing of the and stuff like that. <laughs> So. Nice, I like that. I like you. Yep. 
I think oh, it, I think of their names once it's already done. done. Like nice. I'm just like okay, because depending on how the conversation yeah, goes, right. I like it to be like real raw and organic. Back in the day, like I not back in the day, it's only been a year. <laughs> I used to always, because I was telling him I was gonna say him questions too, and I'm trying to get out of that habit. Yeah. I normally got it all planned out. I got yeah. my segments, I got my questions, and I send in an email like by the Friday before. But then it's just like to me, it's not as organic and natural. Right. So it's like, but I still find myself still saying like, oh, I'm gonna send you questions by Friday, yeah. and then I'm like, no, I'm not gonna send you questions. <laughs> not sending you questions. We're just gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. Yeah, because the like, transparency comes with like regular exactly. And usually, I'm usually right here with my little notes, and I'm just like, yeah. So, and this is just like too uniform. And I am a creative, but I just feel like I need to stop doing that. Like yeah. I'm so like, and that's because I'm in the business of fashion too. So I'm always just like, oh, schedule, timing, this is it. But like with the podcast, I just really wanted to be like organic and give the platform to like creatives and designers. So I have designers on the show, buyers, stylists, people who work in like fashion show production. So I just try to bring any type of creative, like within the community, just like, and then mostly these people are like emerging designers and where some of them have been a little bit more successful and stuff like that, just like sharing their stories and stuff like that. But and you're just giving them the just, outlet, which yeah, is just beneficial. The outlet. Yeah, yeah. giving the outlet to be able to, and then to speak, be able to speak freely, yeah. like right. about like the disasters, their accomplishments, the, the things they could have done better. Like, yeah. you know, any type of learning experience is going to help the next person. Yeah. You know, so anything's gonna happen, and then of course I put everything together so people can reach out to one another. Like, yo, I see that girl on your podcast. I'm gonna reach out to her. I want to help. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like also that's building that community yeah. of like people, like all like all the exactly. people that been on the podcast. It's just like, damn, I'm listening to the podcast. I saw, you know, I saw Goldfinger. I'm about to fuck with them. You know, so yeah. then like that's what it's about, like building the community, giving the platform, but also giving the educational aspect so that we can maybe help somebody for not making the same mistakes. Yeah. We can exactly. help somebody ask the right questions. Yeah. Like. You know, that's just keep, that's the whole just keep going. Point. <laughs> yeah. True that. Yep. Straight up. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. Well, no I problem. Thanks you. for having us. Go ahead and like plug any Instagram names and how to follow you and how to connect with you. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to go first? Oh, uh, um, ladies well, first. we have ladies obviously Goldfinger. <laughs> Goldfinger four eighteen is our Instagram and all the all their social medias. We also have GFTC, which is our track club. Um, I'm Triple A Battery on Instagram, but it's Triple Underscore A A A Underscore Battery. Come on, Triple A, I like that. And I also <laughs> got my style page in my my personal um, Instagram, which is styled by Triple A. So yeah, y'all check her out and yeah. get style. Um, my Instagram handle is King Parker uh, 2001. Don't ask me why for 2001. <laughs> uh, as well it's as um, yeah, Go Finger NYC. Um, GFTC NYC, uh, that's our track club. Uh, tune in because we're doing two big events this coming month. Uh, next Thursday, we partner up with uh, this girl from Texas who's doing a social awareness uh, Mental event. awareness. Mental awareness uh, event this Thursday. And then uh, September 19th, we're going to launch our runs through Ridgewood and Bushwick, uh, pushing awareness to being active and more healthy lifestyle choices and stuff. So. No. Come on yeah. for this movement. Yeah, so. I can't take Don't it. Don't forget to come join us. Yes. Oh, well, Everybody's September 19th. Am I here? September 19th. It's a Thursday, I'm here. Okay, 7 p.m. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. If it's a weekend, I might not be yes. in town. All right. Link, Maybe I'll do it. Link the information <laughs> coming soon, but it's a community. It's a socializing run just to get people active and understand, like, running is therapeutic more than uh, being competitive. Right. And, you know, it's about putting one foot over the other and just kind of just going. What, what, you, I want, what I want people to gain from it, it's like doing it together, then you can learn how to just do it on your own and understand why we do it for ourselves 
fun thing. Yeah. Yeah, I need to rhyme more. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Black and Fashion Podcast. And as I always say, stay black. Peace out. Yeah. Stay gold. <laughs> stay gold. Yeah, gold. Stay gold. Stay golden. Exactly. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's. We need Jill Stanton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.